0: Oh, shit. Okay, cool. Let me get this all set up. We're gonna get going soon. Uh, I hope everybody can hear me. I'm going to send out some people, and we got to get Chris up in the room, because Chris was only active six hours ago, so we're, we're going to see what happens in a little bit, but uh, we got some questions to answer tonight, and uh, we're, we're just going to have... I'm just going to try to have a lot of fun with you guys, so hope you're having a good night, and we're going to, uh, we're going to see what happens. Yeah, because why
1: not?
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm just in here, so this is going to be a lot of fun. I got my little Rihanna thing in the, in the background, and I'm just going to, I'm going to close the door.
1: Yeah. Yeah? Are you at a house party or something? Uh, you know, it's just...
0: Marquise. Oh no, I heard Marcuse's laugh. That's, right, that's, that's all it is. It's like three people in another room. Is just... How you the doing, bud? What,
1: what happened? I said, the door makes a huge difference. It's like, it's crazy. <clears throat> Yo, Instagram really be destroying my camera quality. I mean, not that it's a great camera.
0: Camera quality. (laughs) You're funny. (laughs) I'm sorry. I I had to make the joke. It was fun. You just, like, set me up for it. Hey, my
1: phone's camera was in spec when I bought it.
0: All right. You know, now we have, like, 8K quality cameras, like, Phones
1: yeah, out here. yeah, I bought this phone before 4k was a widely available thing, so
0: look like before we get into anything tonight, let me just dispel like this one myth when your camera says it's up to a certain quality, um, yeah. it may be to that resolution, but it's usually on a very low end. Of that resolution, there are so many other things that go into actually upping your quality. And so we might have these 8K quality things, but I'm still going to trust my 4K camera.
1: Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like um, you buy like a cheap 4K TV, and you realize like once anyone starts moving on screen, how terrible it actually is, or how cheap it actually
0: is. Right, and that's essentially what it is. Um, so if you are joining us tonight, you may have known or you may not have known, you nobody may have realized this but us, we fucked up. Yes. We done fucked up.
1: Yes, because we completely forgot last week <laughs> that was a
0: live week. The whores are back. Also <laughs> You are right. <laughs> Um, yeah, we completely fucked up last week. I remember I was going in, I was buying a cigar, I was on my way to drink, and I was like, oh shit, we have a live, because my Google calendar was just like, Tyler, you should be going live tonight. And I was just like, you lying ass son of a bitch. So now we will no longer be the Alternative Blacks podcast, we will be the Alternative Whores.
1: I like the first name better. What? I said I like the first name better.
0: Yeah. Oh, anywho, what are you drinking? Okay, can we start? Can we start off with what you're drinking? Okay, this is actually uh,
1: this is actually the uh, just the one here. Here, I, I I popped it a little too late. I thought I could drink it before the live started, but I'm still finishing it. So uh, this is Our Town Brewery Lodge Coffee Stout. Ooh. Um, our town is Lancaster, relatively new within within a year, pretty much. Right, right. I, th- I think they opened like a week before the pandemic hit.
0: That's quite unfortunate.
1: <laughs> yeah, but that being said, so then they they didn't like officially open really until like the summertime.
0: Okay. Um,
1: but. We went in there and food is awesome. Beer is very good, especially for you know a new brewery. So very, me, very pleasantly surprised by them. Yeah. So I saw the can. I didn't know they canned stuff. Yeah. Oh you word. Know, you know, sometimes newer places uh, don't have either. Especially in Pennsylvania, they don't have like the the licenses yet, or, you know, still trying to get those things in order, but I guess they, they did it, so uh, this is not the beer I wanted to present, um, it's almost at the end, I just popped it way too late when I was trying to cook dinner quick, and I didn't finish it yet, so uh, the real star of the show will be in a few minutes. What are you drinking, Tyler?
0: Um, sorry, oh. I'm trying to see... See if something pops up here. This is... this is Are really... you in the chat? <laughs> 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 I'm going to get out of this. I was trying to see if there's any more questions. I didn't get to check that out earlier. What am I drinking? It's a... Sorry, that's not the one that's open. It's a new Love City beer. It's called Spring Spell. Um... I like the way you caress the can there.
1: As I go and get my real beer to caress...
0: Um, it's beer with ginger, lemon, and spices. Invoke warmer days of spring spell, a saison, brewed with fresh ginger, lemon zest, and coriander. Dry, lightly spicy, and infused with bright citrus flavor. This beer conjures thoughts of springtime. And it is a very fresh, refreshing beverage that you can enjoy. So. fresh and refreshing. Fresh and refreshing. It's, uh, quite enjoyable. I also might've been pre-gaming, so
1: you're welcome. Lemongrass. You said lemongrass. Um,
0: Ginger, coriander. Ah, yeah. cereal. Exactly. Uh, no, I went to uh, Spring, not Springhouse. God damn it. Love City. Nope. Um, what's, the, what's the Hicken Brewing Company over in like. Oh, yeah, the in there. Yeah, yeah. Went over there, uh, met up with the Philly beer candle organization, essentially, like the two people that do this. And uh, we just shot the shit, got to know a little bit more about those people, uh, gave them some empty beer cans, because I had a lot of empty beer cans. <laughs> yeah, and so uh, no, that was that was quite enjoyable. But we here now, we owe you an extra live at some point. So... That's that's what's happening
1: right now. So. Yeah. As Ooh. I as I made a horrific pour here. Mm. But uh, my actual beer that I now grab is Elder Pine limited offering American IPA. It's called Enthrall. Oh yeah. Yeah. Look look at that in all its mirrored glory. This beer is a 6.2% American IPA uh, limited release. And literally that is all the information I have besides that it's elder pine.
0: That's all the the information you need. uh, It's elder pine.
1: Hmm. You know, usually American IPAs can be a bit on like the hoppy bitterness without Extra flavor, you know, and it's just like I'm tasting hops. So, this, this right here, this, this,
0: this is the one. <laughs> Only time will tell. <laughs> All right. So, if you have questions, please feel free to do whatever it takes to get them. Oh my god! Thank God. Okay. I never realized that, like, the questions we get from our stickers get, played like, brought in here. So.
1: <clears throat> Pre-production on point. Uh, oh, yeah, hold up. Ah,
0: I did not know this. We are professionals. All right, here we go. First question of the night. Wow. Wow. Um, First question of the night. At what age will you give your children their first beer? And that's a really good question, because I am not sure when I was given my first beer. I'm pretty sure <coughs> – I'm pretty sure we've discussed this before. I'm pretty sure every time I got medicine as a child, there was a little bit of science, science put into that medicine. So uh, yeah,
1: but, however, that's liquor, that's not beer. Dad, yeah, I was gonna say, knowing your dad was probably whiskey.
0: Mhm. So at what age will I give my uh, child my first beer? It all depends. Whenever the Steelers can win a fucking Super Bowl again. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck, buddy. Right, because I'm pretty sure that's when I got mine. (laughs) So, yeah, when was that for? When was
1: that for uh, for us? Our our live Super Bowl, maybe not even alive. Like, we were in high school or middle school. I think I think it might have been middle school because that was it was Big Ben for Super Bowl. That was 2006. Seahawks, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we were in uh, middle school then.
0: So middle school. Yep. I don't want to get my dad in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little like dark humor for you guys. Yeah. It's uh, tomorrow will be three years since he uh, unfortunately passed away. Yeah. But um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So 2006 was uh, when I was given my first beer from my dad. So. Nice. Uh me?
1: I don't know. I don't know how I'm gonna be. Like, I, I, I don't have like, I don't have the beer drinking uh parent to. to uh, you will be the be beer be, beer drinking beer. parent. Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Maybe I, st- maybe I, I want to say like when they're a teenager, maybe. Yeah. Probably. Just because like. We talked about this with Charlie on the on the podcast yeah. where it's like you kind of want to expose your children to these certain things instead of sheltering them and kind of teach them the responsibility that comes along with enjoying these things so that when they go off on their own, you know, they're able to realize the magnitude of uh, alcohol, of, you know, maybe certain drugs or whatever, you know, and be more responsible because of that. And not feel like they have to hide things from you, and then
0: end up putting themselves in danger or in a bad situation. Hung, I wish I'm still waiting for my first chest hair. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like Hung. I like Hung's benchmark. That's definitely the one. <laughs> All genders. <laughs> first chest hair, first beer. All right, that, that's great. All right, let's get to the second one. Here we go. Oh, it's from Hung again. <laughs> Do we give like an award out at the end of the year for like best questions on Instagram or maybe the only questions on Instagram? Hung's <laughs> okay,
1: uh, off to a great step. <laughs>
0: Um, What's the coolest thing about Hops and Charlie? I'm going to let you answer this first.
1: I gotta say she is probably one of like the easiest people to just Sit down and talk to without knowing anything about her. Like, you know, no context, no nothing. Like, we started our podcast predicated on, oh, it's like you overheard two guys just talking at the bar and you wanted to listen in. And she kind of encapsulates that idea of like, if you went to a place and sat down and overheard her talking and like started, struck up a conversation, like it would be so easy just to flow into a conversation about anything.
0: Uh, with her so i thought that was really great it's been especially great for us right yeah exactly she she was like um it was either we walked by a table and she said something we're like hold up and or she walked by our table and was like hold up i i think that was the cool part was just being able to like hear a whole point that was being said talk about it and be uh interested in hearing what everybody had to say i think what was really interesting to talk with her about or just as we were having the conversation was learning that you know it wasn't about listening to respond but um actually having something to contribute and wanting to like actually join in in the conversation and she just jumped in so I think, you know, that was one of the best parts about the episode was there were so many things to talk about. I was telling people tonight, actually, about how we were trying to rein in the uh, podcast. We're like, we don't want to go longer than an hour. Like, <laughs> And then we jumped into this conversation and now we have this over two hour uh, podcast. And it was amazing. Like, there was no fat to be trimmed. And I think that was the best part about the the conversation yeah. was it was just so easy to just like get going. And so uh that was my favorite part about like Charlotte was just how easy it was to talk to somebody as if they were a lifelong friend and only just uh meeting them. So Absolutely.
1: Marquise found that response hilarious.
0: <laughs> Marquise is in the background having a gay old time. It's his uh it's his spring break, so we oh, no. will allow it. Um, let's see. Next one. And Charlie, we're we're so excited that you had a good time. Um, I think I said it multiple times yeah. throughout the episode, um, and I've said it multiple times since recording the episode. That was such so much fun for me. It was so good to get to know you uh, even more. <laughs> a gay old time. Yes, Marquise is having a gay old time.
1: <laughs>
0: Doesn't he always? <laughs> <gasps> <laughs> the word. Uh, what, a, what a guy i love that guy uh, i love marquise i'm so happy that he has a break right now um what is your favorite activity to do at a cookout besides beer and food uh, obviously it'd be cornhole um uh, <laughs> i love me some cornhole <laughs> um, you know, no i i i honestly like it can be any time of uh, any type of competitive game. Like, are we like just pick up basketball or are we getting on a baseball field? Or are we playing some cornhole? Or, or anything? Like, it's just, it's just fun to be competitive without like an overly competitive uh, mindset. Like my type of competition is, can we do something that, like we can joke with somebody losing and have like, being a quote unquote loser, and like, you pick basketball. Yeah, electric slide. <laughs> I I just enjoy like having some sort of competition that even if you do like horribly at it, it's just like it's still a fun time. Like no one's actually like really making fun of you. They are just probably drunk <laughs> and having a good time. That, that that's just fair. fun for me. That's fair.
1: Um what would I what would I do for a cook? I feel like I haven't been to a lot of cookouts. And I feel like I usually end up just, you know, chatting with people or whatever and just kind of staying in there chatting with people, some somewhere near the food or near the drink, whichever or both or
0: halfway between. <laughs> Although I do remember the one time
1: uh at Lehigh during the summer, we just went to this random, like, little cookout type thing, um, and we noticed that the burgers were not seasoned at all, nor was any of the food on the grill. So I just hopped on the grill and started like cook, <laughs> cooking the burgers.
0: So you like the grill
1: takeover? You like? Yeah, yeah. I, just, I, I put on the I put on the dad sandals, get the Crocs going, you know, pull the apron out of the pocket.
0: I think we Great should make cook. that a thing where we just like cookout crash places and like just basically by walking by, it's just like, oh, I I don't think you're seasoning your shit. Okay. <laughs> I don't think you're seasoning
1: things properly. Let's uh let's take a look at this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, uh, I would I would say probably like vo- volleyball sounds like ooh. a pretty good like cookout
0: activity. Courtholes okay. Cornhole pretty great. Can jam. Got to go. Can jam. jam. Look, okay. So cornhole and can jam I can do while being pretty intoxicated. Uh, volleyball, there's a threshold. Like there's a point where it's just like, oh, I've had one too many. I'm not drunk, but like I can't jump. Like it's not happening. <laughs> 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 I, I might go left and right, but I don't even know if I can go like backwards right now like this is...
1: Basketball is in that same uh category there are we talking about like the game that shall not be named no, no 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 not that i'm talking about trying to hang with your dad at a beer festival and then trying to sport after that we
0: did two sports after that
1: so <laughs> no 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 I did one sport. You did two sports because at that time I was so bad at tennis. <laughs> I was not playing tennis. I was just kind of there.
0: You were you were playing uh, occupation of space.
1: Yes. <laughs> Which you can do in basketball, but you can't really do that in tennis.
0: <laughs> Especially if you're the only one on the side. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This is a good one, actually. I have answers for this one. Do you? Yeah, Do you what have
1: age a give your children their first
0: year? What? Beard? No. no. That's, what, that's what's showing up online. <laughs> what? It should say what is your personal hangover cure? I don't I don't have one. I don't have
1: one because if I if I am it's just like the struggle until I'm not.
0: I know I've witnessed this a couple of times and you've witnessed Ooh, me yeah. on, on like a, a rebound where it's like, how mm-hmm. are you feeling alive? I think yeah, the yeah. Penn state one was the, the, <laughs> the funny. <laughs> that
1: was so bad.
0: Like you, and you're the only person
1: I know that can just like, not, you can just wake up at 8am and go,
0: go, go start over. And I don't know how you do it. I woke up. I was like, let's get bloody Mary's and ran to the bar and everyone's still like passed out. I ate the leftover McGangbang bang that I had sitting on the, on the TV stand, chopped that down and ran out to the bar. Yeah. My hangover cure. You must eat before you go to sleep. Yeah. You have to consume something. It could be the nastiest thing in the world. Consume it. Um, so is, and, that the, is that it? Is that, well, is that what it that's is? That's part one. But you also have to hydrate. Um, and it's both water, but both, like, get those electrolytes back into you. You know, get that Gatorade, get something. And then the, the extra tip that I would have is, what is a McGangbang? A McGangbang, it's a McDonald's, like a McDouble, MC Gangbang. It's you get a McDouble and a McChicken. It's beautiful. It's off the dollar menu. Everybody knows that. And if if you order it at a McDonald's work. and they say, and they say uh, sir, I don't know what that is, they lie because they can't just, like, put it in like that. So, so you got to get a McDouble and a McGangbang. Sorry, McDouble and a McChicken. Put the McChicken in between the McDouble. That's a McGangbang. Um, it's awful. Uh, but it helps you. It really does. So you get, that, like, greasy food at the end of the night you get like a Gatorade or a water to wake up next to I suggest both and then the next morning I have found this to be like the number 1 like if I am still struggling like this this helps me out so much it's called wet uh, watermelon water and it's just like cold pressed watermelon and it's beautiful. It just it's it, it's helped me so much. Like a lot of the times where I've been struggling, I just get that and it just uh it brings me back to life. I remember specifically after New Year's. It, yeah, it's this watermelon water. I get it at Target. And um actually I got it at Starbucks for the first time and then I found it at Target. But it's uh it saves me so many times. So greasy food, electrolytes, watermelon water. That's 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 all I can give. I mean, I get the
1: first two, but watermelon water? Oh
0: like, yeah, is it coconut. It, just it, it's the watermelon rind. It's like it, it's just everything put into it. It's fucking beautiful. Uh, um, all right, on to the next question. Should I buy one of those glass cutters that turn beer bottles into cups? Yes. Yeah.
1: If you want, I'd never, I never, I, I have not heard of this,
0: but why not? Do you need cups? Do you like beer? Would you like your bottles to be your cups? Then buy the beer bottle glass cutter cup thing. Yeah. You used
1: to work for an advertising, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: and we want a percentage of your profits because we just sold the shit out of them.
1: Is it because it's expensive?
0: I don't, I don't know, but I mean, it it sounds like worthwhile for me. Like, if there were more beer that I liked out of bottles, then I would do it. But I'm a, I'm a can can guy. You know
1: what though? I feel like, I feel like it's transition. Like, when we started drinking craft beer, it was like ninety percent bottles. Yeah. And and ninety nine percent of the cans were twelve ounces. Now it's like everything is a pint-sized can. Like everything, you go I remember.
0: It's not even a bottle shop anymore. It's a can shop. I remember one of the first. Like I, I used to be like, oh, like this is the can. That you, it's Old Forge Brewing Company. They have these pounders. Like you gotta do this because bottles ain't shit. Like I'm tired of drinking Yingling out of a bottle. This is this is the best. Um, and now everybody has like a. One of those. Yeah. Um, mm. We gotta screen these questions before we pull them up. Now you ask them, we answer. <laughs> <laughs> no, hold, up, are... hold on, hold on, Hung. These are your questions. Every these single are... one. We have one question so far, and anybody can still like submit questions. But we've had one question <laughs> so far that has not been from Hung. <laughs> Speaking like of. No, just like tonight. So, speaking of questions from Hong, what are your pronouns? He. He him.
1: Yes, him. I forgot the I forgot the uh, the other one. Yeah, yeah.
0: He him. As as simple as it as it may be for us at least, or you know, uh, he him. But I I think that is it's a good question. It's it's something that um, I don't know. I I enjoyed being asked that. I don't know if I've ever specifically have been asked that, and uh, I don't know if I asked that
1: enough. So, yeah, I haven't been asked that, and I think you're right. I think it's a, it's a poignant question to keep in the back of your mind or ask someone. You know, I don't know if it's like the first thing you ask. Them. Maybe I, I I wonder how like how much more it's going to show up when uh, when we're speaking, like, in formal terms. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, sur- sometimes even surveys and things like that seem to have, like, start to have that um, down now. But I don't see it enough, you know, in, like, registration-type deals with, like, sur- like either medical stuff or, uh, say, you're putting in for a job or something, and sometimes for some reason, like, the gender questions asked, but never what you actually identify with. So.
0: No, yeah, as you see, um, with Hung right now, he's just saying happy Trans Visibility Day. They get disadvantage on self-checks. I, 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 this is why I, um, feel very fortunate to have like Hung actually submit the questions that he does. Um, I don't think, you know, he just joked about the screening, but I think a lot of the times that the questions that come through are from a very well thought out um, place. And and that's why I, I don't think I would ever like really want to screen anything that he asks, because I think there's a, there's a meaning or there's a reason that Hung's asking these questions. And I'm never going to like, just like, act, like we're not going to answer this today because it's, because I don't feel like it's a worthwhile question to ask. I I think anybody that actually asks a question, I'm not going to, like, put it aside, because even if I don't agree with what you're asking, because I know what you're asking, um, I I don't think, you know... One, we're not at a place that we can just ignore a question, but two, like, we're we're also... um, Yeah, challenge accepted. I, I, I I genuinely want to uh have more of these conversations and uh we we can have all these episodes you know it's more than just you and myself now we have an that helps out with a lot of like what we're going to do going forward but um yeah I, I would never like approach something as not worthwhile to like have a conversation about so that's just how i feel about that and that's all i you know Ooh. on all my forest Gump shit that's all i have to say about that
1: I would uh, I would definitely say, once again, screening, um, I would say it would be helpful if we read them beforehand, so we're not, like, thrown off guard in some aspect, but at the same time, that could be part of, you know, part of the authenticity of it, I guess, and especially if uh, someone were to put something in that was disrespectful or in- insensitive or ignorant, then we have the opportunity and the uh, the platform to call that out. So, uh, okay. and, and kind of use it as an example
0: of what not to do, you know, so there's that. as well. Nah, I love that. I love that. And you're absolutely correct. Um, we try to get as many of these beforehand and talk about them. And like, sometimes we have a phone call beforehand and talk, talk this out. So we have a game plan. But a lot of times like we're just seeing these things for the first time and like we're just gonna have a conversation and um it it just have it be real. This isn't this isn't the uh well researched, you know, uh, politically correct moment of the podcast. This is something that we just enjoy being a little more authentic. Um, so we, we try to balance it out between doing a well-researched episode and then a less formal IG live series to the point that we forget that we were supposed to go live. That's how informal we are. <laughs> All right. So what is your health and fitness regimen?
1: Well, I get my protein. now. Yours is a lot better than mine. So, It hasn't been – that's great right for a while, I'll just I'll need the gym and I'm just not going to the gym because COVID right now. And uh Yeah. We do have weights. Usually um usually I try to do either like we have uh like Beach Body on demand on uh don't don't hurt yourself there, Tyler. I know it's the first time you took that weight out there in a couple months, so Well, how heavy was that?
0: That's only a thirty-pound weight.
1: <laughs> so we we have uh, up to twenty-pound uh, hand weights, and then uh, we and then I bought like one of those like gorilla bow type things. Oh, I like those. Like resistance band stuff. Yeah. Uh, so that can get a little that can get heavier, obviously. So uh, I kind of try to mix in doing like. Workout videos with um, doing some of the the weighted stuff uh, i was I'm hoping to get back into the gym soon though, and my normal regimen would be uh three to four days a week in the gym hitting yeah. the
0: various uh muscle groups no i I think we had like a really good like workout regimen when we were both in running right um, mm-hmm. and I think you know I could tell that you were getting stronger because I was getting stronger. Um <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> no, but I think we had a really good um dynamic there. I think in the before times that was a lot of fun. Um I had it was a before before time. Yeah, we we had really bad knees. So I think some like leg stuff was like that was really hard for both of us, but we, we both did like really good jobs at like just doing what was acceptable or not acceptable, but what was uh in our ability yeah. range, you know, like as much as I would joke with Trey, I was like, Oh, I did four sets. Fuck. <laughs> you know, I, I think, you know, we were in a really good space. And I think this is what people need to uh, realize with working out is you need to do what's within your wheelhouse. Like don't be looking yeah. to the left. Don't look to the right about what everyone else is doing around you. Don't let like all that noise, like, um deter you from the actual work you're putting in. I, I you know, there's a person that I don't necessarily like or agree with with a lot of what that person said, but one thing that he did say that I did appreciate was, hey, you're at the gym. You've already like overcome so many things. You are already doing more than a lot of people uh are even able to say. That they did simply by showing up, so you know you don't have to be lifting the heaviest weights at the gym you showed up that's something to be celebrated within itself so hey as long as you're trying I, I could really care less that's that's more of my uh, approach to fitness it's just like it's, yeah. if, if you're doing something better you're at least trying to be better than who you were yesterday, even if you don't end up being that person hey. Well, let's get
1: in let's get into that why not let's let's extend this a little bit here all right let's get gym culture since, since talking about going to the gym like because i because i feel like it's important because i think a lot of people go into the gym and like and that's all together. right Walsop.
0: you know what you need to consume food like you need, you need calories man you need, need calories, calories.
1: Because your body is a calorie-burning machine, so you got to right. replace those calories. You're just going to wither away, all right? Eat ate a
0: whole pizza today? That's right. But have you been putting in work? Okay.
1: All right, BJ the Chicago Kid, we got you.
0: That's, right. That's... <laughs> <laughs> I get the um... I get the Chicago Kid part. I don't get anything. I, I don't know what you're talking about outside of that.
1: <laughs> Wait, can we pin that comment which one that's comment needs to be pinned because even out out of context in general, which I'll stop is always doing the lord's work
0: uh, okay, got it um boop.
1: in life, I'll stop doing the Lord's work <laughs> in
0: life. you know what you talk about that Lord's work, I'll be right back. <laughs> you going to do the Lord's work. Oh, I, I'm going to do something. I need to put my headphones down before you hear that. something.
1: <laughs> also it is lit lit out in Chicago. Freezing is cold, freezing cold as hell up there right now. Probably. Um, I want to know if anyone in the chat, like goes to the gym regularly or in the before times, if y'all went to the gym, uh, What's the vibe that that you know you got from your gym, or what's the vibe that you look for in a gym when you're searching for a gym? Because I had a gym that I really liked, and I, it, I I wish I could be there, but it closed down due to financial hardship with the pandemic. Um, and then I went to a Crunch Fitness, which is just like the next step up from <laughs> Hung. Flex, flex you 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 got you got nothing going for your orange theory your your little orange theory uh workouts you do so I'll stop you used to go three times a week now it's once or twice. I do like people leave me alone while I'm in the gym I think most people do um, especially if it's like a bigger gym, but like there's. There's just, like, there's, like, underlying machismo of every dude walking around the gym that I just, like, can't stand. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, Tyler? Um, oh, the fishers that are just dropping the weights? Oh, my God. No, like, this, I was just talking about how uh, the gym I used to go to, I miss it because it was a small gym and, like, Wait, is that the one the that one. I
0: randomly like appeared
1: at? Yeah, yeah. Well, you we went to get a haircut at my gym somehow. That was, <laughs> that was very weird. Like, i I don't, I don't understand that one. But uh, I miss that gym because I think the environment, the people that go to a gym, they really make the gym. Like, the equipment was old. Yeah, it was. It was busted up. But there was enough there to do what you needed to do. And most of the people there were really friendly, really nice. And it was the same people, the same, you know, 10 to 15 people uh, every day. And you just kind of get comfortable with seeing the same people over and over again. They get comfortable with you. And there's, like, this there's this lack of, like, um, this lack of awkwardness and, comp- like, almost, like, underlying, like, Testosterone-driven, like right, crunch, yeah, 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 yeah. That, that it, like, when you go to a new gym, it's almost like you see that with people. It's, it's, it's so weird, and I feel like crunch is like that. Like, okay. Every time I go, and I, I went for you know a couple months in a row, and it never changed. I saw the same people. It was just like forty or fifty of them. None of them <laughs> are wearing masks, and all of them are throwing weights or staring at themselves in the mirror and, you know, walking around with their chest popped out and I just, it's, it's
0: annoying. Wait, so, do you not, like, look at yourself as, like, you're you're lifting weights?
1: <laughs> no, no, no. That's fine. But when but when you put it down and then you're still staring at <sighs> and they're doing all this like when Trey did it, it was funny. But like when anyone else does it, it's annoying.
0: Well, no, no, because like Trey did it to be funny. Like that—that that was the difference. Was like, <laughs> like he—he he did it, it as like, <clears throat> like, yeah. No, 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 you right, you right. But then Trey was also going to the competitions and killing shit. So, um, I—I I don't know. It, it, it's an interesting conversation. So, let's hit up this last question. And again, it's not the last question. If you have more questions, hit us up. But um you're retired. What's the brewery name and what black ass food y'all serving in the back? Oh, we already- Chris, this is all you. This is your all
1: right, question. All right. First of all, first of all, this this might happen before we're retired. It's going it's to worst. be it's gonna be a brewery slash comedy club. It's gonna be called Brew Ha Ha. And it's gonna be gourmet food, guaranteed. We might even have a food truck. We're, it's 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 going to be amazing. I don't know what type of food yet. Well, that, that 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 remains to be seen.
0: What what has Alyssa decided to put on the <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I don't know, man. Who knows at that time? There's going to be some healthy options. There's going to be some healthy options, you know. But we're gonna That's... we're gonna have to have we're gonna have to have some good stuff, you know. We gotta have the fried chicken. Gotta have a good mac and cheese. You know what I'm saying? Oh, the good but, mac and uh... cheese and of course every every brewery has to have Brussels sprouts, apparently, so Brussels sprouts, yeah, you know what I'm saying you know that's it's that's, it's gonna be awesome look, I hope I live long enough to show up.
0: this isn't like this isn't that far into the future
1: <laughs> <laughs> if we if if we weren't broke, it would have happened already
0: like <laughs> I was just talking about like, mm, let me empty out my retirement like. Let me do that. Like, I, I have some plans. I have some things that could, like, benefit from
1: that. We were the, you were just talking about uh, getting into homebrewing, right? Yeah. And yeah. I've been thinking about it, not taking any action on it, but thinking about it for, like, three years, maybe even four years by now. So, you know, all it takes is that first batch of beer, man.
0: It really does. And um, it, it's interesting, the company that I want to invest in for my home brewing. Um, and this is the weird part, Like, I, I, I think we need to have a homebrew episode. I think that would be really good, right? Because I, I think there's a lot to be said out of it. Because I, I asked this company, I was like, hey, what what are you doing to like, because they posted about uh, the influx of brewing companies. They said in the 1980s there were 100 breweries currently there are over 8,000 and I said to them I was like you know what that is great you know I I love the influx I said but there's you know out of that 8,000 we're talking about 60 plus just barely over 60 being black owned and if we were talking about 60 plus being black owned during that 100 era that's incredible but we're not we're talking about less than one percent right uh existing yeah. at this time period and like what are you doing to um promote this like what are you doing to get more you know black people or people of color involved in brewing like owning breweries involved in the brewing process and granted th- like not to toot our own horn or anything like we only have like over 600 followers they think i think they just hit 300 followers for their company um (laughs) we're doing it right right
1: but uh they're
0: definitely making more money than we are (laughs) um but it it was that conversation though it's just like you know how much can i hold them accountable but then they were also asking for like information from us i'm just like look i i can't we put the podcast out. You can listen to our thoughts on that. If you really want to like hear more than that, like you're gonna to have to like pay us like a consulting fee or something like that. But it it it's about that question. It's just like what what is that next step? Like I would love to to do this, but investing into it. Like that particular like company is like to get the kit I want is like five hundred and seventy dollars to invest into going to a beer school that I want to go to. It's like $450, not to compare the two, but like it's just talking about there is this like barrier of entry. And a lot of what the company wants to do is lower that barrier of entry. And I like what they're doing because the the unit, it reminds me of like a Keurig in the sense of you put the coffee, like the cake cup in and, and you close it. And then you brew. It's not that simple, but like the, like one of the biggest hurdles of home brewing is contaminants. It's what's like, you Mm -hmm. have to sanitize and sanitize and sanitize. And in order to have this one unit that you're just able to basically like, here's my hops, here's my malts, barley, like all this other stuff, just add water.
1: It's really chemistry. Like you really have to approach it from almost a scientific way where you're making sure that you, 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 you cut out these variables, you know, the, the contaminants, you have to keep everything. You how many times? And you have to do it exactly the same
0: every single time you do it. And the question is, how little do I actually have to touch something? Which is what I thought though, like, was incredible. Like, Cake, like coffee and brewing, it's a very simple process. You put the beans in, you put the water in, you got your coffee, right? Yeah, that's it. But we've tried to simplify and simplify this process and to look at beer in the same capacity and, like, how do you simplify and simplify this process? It's it's very interesting. And then how do you make this as an accessible thing? And that's why I want to bring in – yeah, it's doable, and that's why I want to bring this company in to do an interview at some point. Um, I think it's going to be very interesting to to talk about what what's going to happen going forward. Because I was, I, I jumped into a clubhouse conversation last night because that Wednesday's is when it's women and beer. And they were talking about pink boots, and I was like, "Okay, that sounds familiar and then I went this last night and this morning to listen to the Hops and Charlie interview, and she brought up pink boots. I was like, "Holy shit," and just to, they talk about these like different elements and like what these communities are doing and how they're trying to like overcome these barriers of entry and it's like what what does this actually look like and um so as much as the home brewing company wants to make that barrier of entry like something easier uh that's easier to like jump over or hurdle, it the question still like is or like the issue still is, it's a hurdle. It's not something that, you know It's just, not a step, it's a hurdle. It's still a hurdle. Yeah. Exactly. It's not exactly. a speed bump
1: even. It's still high enough. Even you might have lowered it, but you know, there's still more work to be done to get it to get it you know, in there, you know, simplifying the process is definitely part of it, part of it for sure. But the money, you know, the money, it's still, that's still it's, a thing.
0: It's still $570 like to get this like kit. And while right. I get that, it's a simplified like version of it. Like I can still buy a homebrew kit for like less than $90. Yeah. Right. But it's the sanitation. and and that's like, and that's, the uh element that I'm trying to overcome is like all right, so you've theoretically made this less expensive, but you're putting it at a price tag that's five seven five seventy versus well, ninety, know, and why is that different like why is five seventy actually less expensive than ninety
1: It's the same thing with like solar energy mm, right mm-hmm. it's, it's the fact that with solar you'll save money over a 20-year period, but you have to put in a couple thousand or whatever first, and you need to have that money now. And I don't have 20, 20 years to do
0: that. I, I could save over 20 years, but I don't have 20 years. I have six months. I have a month. I have a month. Not even six months. I yeah, have a month exactly. to flip that.
1: Yeah, exactly. And that's the issue. With, that's that's why solar is hasn't taken over everything yet. It's because... The technology is still too expensive and it's it's getting way cheaper. But once again, it's still that issue of you need to pay all of this money for the panels, for the equipment, for the hookup, just to start receiving, you know, your money back in in the long term. Um, it's a long term investment for sure, but you know, you need the money to put towards the investment. I mean, it's the same thing with like buying a car right like you the more you put down now the less expensive it will be over the long haul mm-hmm. but you have the money to put down now you might not and and that's like that's the issue here
0: so hung asked do i recommend clubhouse i 100 percent recommend clubhouse um and i think it's because i found a niche and i found a area to make this work and it's um it's worth for my benefit, I guess. It's uh, I get to enter a room with people that I never thought I would be in the room with. Um, what, I I think it's more on the along the lines of what are you willing to put in. Like, I don't look at Clubhouse as a way for me to one build better connections. I don't think I'm going to gain anything out of it monetarily. Uh, I I think I might be able to pick some brains in a way that doesn't necessarily involve me like paying money to like pick brains. Um, I I, I do. I I think there are downsides to clubhouse. I think there are upsides to clubhouse. Thankfully a lot of the rooms that I have uh, been a part of those rooms aren't people talking over each other, which I I saw to be um, one of the downsides of clubhouse as I was looking into it. But like, where I find myself uh existing in in these worlds, I, I think it's been a, a big plus. I get I get to hear people's thoughts, I get to hear their point of views. On Wednesdays I just sit back and listen. On Mondays, if I'm in those uh rooms, I get to speak up and be an active part of it. And I think that's cool. Um because again we're talking about eight thousand breweries in the United States that are like here. And only sixty of them being black-owned, and um, for the most part, Clubhouse is either about highlighting those voices or amplif—like, yeah, amplifying. Like, how do we, how do we do better? How do we uh, expand what we know as craft beer? I think that's cool, and that's what tonight's conversation over. And what's the heckin' – um as i was talking to these people that do candles and talking about their experiences and craft beer like it was about how do we amplify the voice so
1: i had a, i had a question about clubhouse um i'm still getting the technicals together me too hopefully i can uh get get in there um So like I'm pretty ignorant on like how the interface works in general. I know it's voice chat rooms, I guess. But that's all I know. Like how does it work? How how isn't it well to your point? How isn't it people talking over each other
0: all the time? Like how does that how is that not happening? You need a really good moderator. So I think it's like any podcast. I think it's like any chat forum i think it's anybody that like holds a space to have a lot of people um available to talk and it's about how well can you control that room so if you are unable to cut somebody off when they need to be cut off you know I, i think zoom i think like uh microsoft teams you have a lot a lot uh, better of a space to shut people up and clubhouses. Like once they're in, especially once you make them a moderator, that, that power started, like it starts to dissipate. But um, I I think as long as you set ground rules, as long as you set those capabilities, I've seen a lot of people like say it's just me and them and we'll allow you to talk but we're not going to allow you to have power. And so if we're going to bring you into this place and you start like acting up, we're just going to kick you the fuck out. Okay. I I like that type of stuff. Um, All right. All right. And I think that's what the craft uh, beer space has really allowed um, people to thrive under was like, Hey, I run this, this room. And if you don't fall in line with what I've put expectations to be, it's not going to work well. And I think that that's really important. And so again, it's about moderate, like moderating a space, like you and I, you know, we're, we're going to sit back and we're going to hear what you have to say, but, but we're also not going to allow you to continue to speak if you are being harmful in any, any type of way. Like we're, we're here to hear, uh, different types of opinions. But if your opinion is rooted in our oppression, that's not gonna fly. We are we are very okay, like, you know, that phrase, like, well, this is my opinion. And it's just like, your opinion is your opinion, as long as it's not rooted in my oppression, like I'm not gonna hold you against that unless you are actively going against who i am as a human being right yep absolutely it
1: goes back to what the ideal of free speech truly is in, right. in that you can have your opinion as long as it's not infringing on someone's right as a person you know as a human being um and i, I appreciate that because i've kind of wondered like how does clubhouse really work. And I guess it kind of just works like any other like Twitch, for example, I guess it kind of works like that where you have a moderator in a chat room. The difference is, I guess, in a text format, you can allow people more freedom to just view things because it might muddle up the chat. But it's not going to take away from the true content that right. the creator is putting forward where in this situation, you need someone who's a little more forceful as a moderator to kind of shut down those things because the chat is the medium in this yeah. situation. So interesting. Uh, I did grab another beer while, oh. uh, while you were club housing, I'm going to slide this one in under the tag cause it's Hermit thrush and it's kind of oh. hard to see cause it's like gold, but it's a sour double IPA. Uh, Local they harness local wild cultures with local hops to create fresh and bright kettle soured ales is what is on the is what is on the can. But this one is an eight percent double sour IPA and one hundred percent locally hopped, massive additions of four star farms tropical hop aroma with soft oats and bright acidity. Okay. And it's it's, it's it's a thing of beauty.
0: Ooh, that does look beautiful.
1: Mm. But we always have to remember black is beautiful. Ah, I'm doing this like I don't have a beer in here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, all right, um... I really don't have much more to speak on tonight, no,
1: no um, I'm going to get my fat scene next week, so you know we're 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 getting vaccinated guys uh everyone go get go get your vaccine as soon as you're physically able to right um, you know, help us get back to a normal life, hopefully. Um, did you know, actually, this is kind of uh, poignant. Did you know that on Sunday, um, PA is rolling back some of its uh, restrictions? So, what? You're allowed to sit at the bar, man.
0: That's awesome! Uh... <laughs> We were just talking, actually, one, today's one of the first times that I, like, went out and got beer and didn't have to, like, buy food.
1: So, so Sunday, not only are you allowed to sit at the bar, you're also allowed to go into a place, sit down, have a drink without having to buy food as well. So that's another one of the restrictions. At oh, that's <sighs> But so maybe, maybe Philly's doing a little differently. I don't know what y'all doing down there, but, uh. I thought you you all might be behind the rest of the state because you know Philly, but hey, you know what do I know? (laughs) Whoops! Uh (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but you know they're 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 the um like the gathering limit like the occup the I'm thinking about work opacity limits the occupancy limits are going up as well.
0: You occupying me like like this feels oppressive. Um. (laughs)
1: <laughs> the rest. Of You're only allowed to, to occupy yourself. certain
0: spaces.
1: <laughs> only fifty percent of this space can be occupied.
0: I own half your town now. Ah oh. oh, shit. Okay. Uh, so no, um.
1: I'm, I'm so. I'm so ready to go sit at a bar or just go to a place. Yeah and order and, and just have a drink without having to worry about like the logistics of ordering food, because I think, and this is really a PA thing. I think, I don't know of other uh, states that did this, but they did it to try to like mitigate crowds. Yeah. But yeah, it's 100%. I, I just don't think it worked, but I don't think it was necessary. You know what I mean? Like I think it could have been implemented better because you know, if you were spacing the people the way you were like for example when you go to a place like love city and they get, and you're getting food from say another place right or places that just like hey there's a hot dog cuz we have to it's kind of like they're already separating the people they're already spacing people out there's an occupancy limit there's you know um you know table uh, for me
0: it, there it is. It's the it's the duration limit. Like I don't mm-hmm. think it needed to be. Because um, I mean, you you saw it with like broken chair, it was just like fuck. Like okay, now I need to provide a lunchable.
1: Right. Exactly. And it's like, how is that? Like why?
0: Why and at that. Point? And I, I get the like theoretical like approach to it, but like if theoretically, record, if, if you're yeah. already imposing a time limit, you're doing the exact same thing. So exactly. I get it. It's a deterrent, exactly. but uh, to what what cost? And it, again, what cost, I, exactly. and I think it's only because PA had some weird fucking Puritan, like, alcohol, still like restrictions. Have, like we're, We still have uh,
1: laws on the books from prohibition.
0: That's what that's I mean. What? Like,
1: yeah. and
0: and that's what it was for me. It's just like, if we were in this post prohibition, World where we should be. Maybe you right. Maybe it's a different conversation. But the fact that I can't walk into Target and buy alcohol fucking pisses me <laughs> off.
1: Uh. Well, I bet it does, doesn't it? new <laughs> Target is connected to a brewery. Yeah, but I have to walk out.
0: I have to walk outside of my Target to get to said brewery. So it may be oh. connected, but it is oh, separate, and that is the. <laughs>
1: I, I have to walk. I have to walk literally yards. <laughs> it's the target's connected to yards brewery. That's that's the joke.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna let you go. We are gonna be back soon uh, because yes. we owe we owe the masses that um, we owe the masses. If you haven't, if you've been listening to this, um, make sure you check out the Hobson Charlie episode. Make sure you play like even if you listen to old episodes, make sure to go back and play it. Now that we're like saying this on a like, thing that's not necessarily connected to our uh hosting site, the more you play the first thirty seconds of our episodes, the more we get paid. It's like fucking like a a penny each time. But you should listen to everything now that we switch platforms. <laughs> Those pennies add up, man, come on, dude. They, they do add up, and cool. it's a very cheap way to support us you know there's there's a lot of other ways to support us, but that's probably the easiest one is just to like us, review us, send us out to more of your friends. I think we do have a lot of conversations and a lot of uh, input that is valuable, so uh it, it, we are free resources, so if you you want to learn more about how we can. Change the craft beer scenery. I think this is what the whole show allows. So fuck it. Either follow us, listen to us, support us, give us money. Um, it all helps. Yeah. But Chris, uh, I fucking Tyler. love you. I would be too man. Yeah. And everybody that listens to us, I fucking love you too. Rihanna, I fucking love you. <laughs>
1: She doesn't listen to us, Tyler.
0: Yeah, of course
1: she does. She she absolutely doesn't.
0: She will. She will at some point. Yes. I will make it happen. I might get arrested in that attempt, but it will happen. And she'll be listening
1: to backlog, <laughs> right? And it,
0: might. If if there ever hits a point where Chris is going live for like three months straight, it's because I am in jail. So send the rent money, rent money, bail money. Yeah. <laughs>
1: that too you're probably still paying rent
0: (laughs) right exactly send my bail and rent alright so uh, but until next time peace well how do you how do you exit